Blog Talk Radio.
I am, Jehovah, the mighty God. Good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and I'm so glad that all of you are here. Amen? We're going to celebrate the presence of the Lord, and we're going to hear from heaven tonight. The Lord has some words for all of us to encourage us in our Christian walk, and I'm certain that it's a stirring word for some, a reminding word for others, but it's still the word of the Lord to all of us. Amen. Praise the Lord and a special welcome to all of our first time listeners. We are a Christian, non-denominational internet church, and we meet on the internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, and whatever time that is in your time zone. Amen? Praise the Lord. We also meet on Sundays as Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America. Amen? Amen. And whatever time that is in your time zone, whichever time zone you happen to be in, So God bless you. We want to encourage everyone to join us in our chat room. Our chat room is located on our webpage, and our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com, MiracleInternetChurch.com. And across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Please do click that. And follow the prompts. When the page changes, click guest. When the page changes again, sign in using your name as it was given to you on your birth certificate. And greet the saints. Enter your greeting to the saints, and the saints will greet you in return. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you're on a cell phone, you may do the same. Use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, the banner, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Click the three white lines, uh, not the picture, because that's your link to open up all the other links, and you may proceed as you just heard it described. Amen? Praise God. You know the weather is changing outside, but the love of God is still everywhere. The weather may be changing outside, but the love of God is still everywhere. Amen? Uh, For those of you who uh, have never seen our webpage before, and there may be some of you, uh, we have several several other links uh, that you may want to know about um, when uh, you come up. Uh, there's a a link to become a member of Miracle Internet Church, for those of you who are not aware. There's a link to our beliefs. There's a link to contact us. There's a link to our founders page. There's a 
a page that's linked to my name. And um, there is a link to our archive sermons. We have over 12 years of sermons that uh, have been recorded and may be recast at your pleasure. We encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit to take you into the archive because he will take you to the message that you need to hear. Amen? He will take you to the message that you need to hear. And so that is the correct way to use the archive, to humble yourself and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you into the archive to the message he wants you to hear because he has something to say to you. Amen? Amen. And you'll find out that you have excellent uh, experience and teaching time and deliverance time when you do it that way. Amen? Praise the Lord. It always helps to obey God. We also have a link to Giving at Miracle Internet Church. We have a King James Version audio Bible that's linked to our page, and we have a Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. So there's plenty on this website for you uh, to peruse and learn about us if you're new, and for you to grow into and learn. Amen? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we just want to thank you for this worship service tonight. We want to thank you for the word that you've prepared for our hearts to receive and our ears to hear. We pray, Lord, that as we place the things that have happened this week on a shelf, that we cast our care on the Lord, that we let go and ask you to take over, that now our hearts will become prepared for the word that you want to plant in our spirits. We want to thank you, Father, for this season of growth in you. There is no growth that comes without paying a price. The gospel may be freely given, but in order to grow, there's a price to pay. So we thank you, Lord, for strengthening us that we might do due diligence with regard to your word, that we might receive it into the good ground of our hearts, that we might mature, that we might grow up into Christ who is the head. So we want to thank you and give you praise in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, the Bible says, He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Heavenly Father, thank you for your power which has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Teach us that godliness is profitable and valuable in every way, for it holds promise for our present life and the life which is to come. I want to obey you, Father, for being 
for bringing me to the place where I have become a godly person who exercises self-control at all times. We confess that too many times we have failed to practice self-control, and we recognize our need to have the fruit of self-control manifested in our life through the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, we repent for the many times when we have acted inappropriately by failing to exercise self-control. And we thank you for forgiving us and cleansing us of all unrighteousness. We take delight, Heavenly Father, in your exceeding great and precious promises whereby we have been made a partaker of your divine nature through which you have enabled us to escape the corruption of the world. In all diligence, Father, we will exercise faith in your promises so that we may grow in virtue, knowledge, and self-control. In this way, we know that you will help us to develop greater patience, kindness, and to exercise godliness in all areas of our life. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the fruit of self-control, which is growing in our lives. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. We're so glad that many of you were able to join us this evening. We know that you had a busy week, and you probably still have many things that you need to take care of, but right now we're going to focus our minds, our thoughts, and our hearts on the Lord. Amen? You know, as I grew up in the Christian church, when uh, we gathered together, we knew from teaching, just not because it was so much preached across the pulpit, but because it was the lifestyle of the saints to prepare their hearts to meet with God before they entered into the church, before they ever came into the sanctuary. They knew that once they stepped into the sanctuary, all of the chitter-chat and all of the little things they like to talk about that was that was time for that to cease. And it was time to focus on the Lord. And having grown up in that environment came a natural part of my life. And I pray that as each of us grows in the Lord, we will acquire those same qualities. When it is time to meet with the Lord, it's time to meet with the Lord. Amen? Everything else that has come before, we can, we can place it aside. For then, it's time to focus on him. He deserves our attention. He deserves our praise. He deserves a heart and a mind that's not cluttered with all of the things that have happened all day long. He deserves a heart and a mind being presented to him coming into his presence that's prepared to receive him.
pray here at Miracle Internet Church that as you are coming up on the air, as you're dialing in, as you're coming up on the computer, that you will pray and separate yourself from the things that have happened all day long. That when you come here, you are ready to meet with the Lord. Trivial things are no longer important because the presence of the Holy One is the important thing. You see, God comes to visit with the people who have a high expectation of him, a people who prepare themselves and gear themselves to receive the Lord. He comes to visit with those people, people that just show up because it's time to show up, and they are still in a very carnal mindset. You don't see the manifest presence of the Lord the way you do when he comes to visit hungry people, people that are hungry for him. So we want to maintain the very presence of the Lord in our midst at all times. So we make it our business, our concern, to clear ourselves of all other issues as we come up, as we come online. We plead the blood of Jesus over ourselves and over our minds and our hearts that have gotten in the way during the day. We disconnect ourselves from all the other places and things that we've been involved with all day long so that when we present ourselves to the Lord, we are ready to worship him and to receive him. Amen? This is the attitude of a saint of God. This is the attitude of the saint of God. So when we all come together with the same mind and the same heart, the Lord manifests himself in our presence. He touches everyone who has entered in to his presence. This is not just a let's come up and hear what she's going to preach. And if you've allowed yourself to drift into that mindset, bring yourself into correction. Amen? The most important person that's come to this worship service is God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. There is no other event, no other person, no other agenda that's more important. Amen? So as we come before the Lord in that mindset, let's keep ourselves in the presence of the Lord. Amen? Let's keep our hearts and our minds in the right place. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, according to your word, we present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable in your sight. We thank you, Lord, that you have girded us the armor of God. We thank you that around our loins 
is the spirit of truth. You said, Lord, you're seeking worshipers to worship you in the spirit of truth. We thank you for the breastplate of righteousness and our feet being shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, we take the shield of faith so that we shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We wear the helmet of salvation and we take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We thank you that we are covered in the blood of Jesus and no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We give you praise, Lord. You are our shepherd and we shall not want. For you have supplied all of our need according to your riches and glory. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We want to thank you, Lord. We cast down every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And we bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We cast all of our cares upon you, Lord, because you do care for us. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, and orders, And we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his evil powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, all channels all open doors of access to the enemy. Pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, listeners, whisperers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, and technology demons and their attacks. We bind all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing and Kundalini spirits and their attacks all water and marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits, passive devils, sorcery devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, seducing, womanizing, drone and whoredom spirits, and their attacks. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, all the voices of the stranger and their attacks, and all the charmers and the seducers. We bind their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, 
all mystic rituals and their intent. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind forced feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex, crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching, spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. And we give you honor. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. And we give you the honor. Amen. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Heaven and earth are filled with your glory. We thank you, Lord. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and all components, everything coming off the satellite, off the cell towers, and through our devices in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, European, African, North American, South American, Caribbean, Latin American, Indonesian, Malaysian, Japanese, Russian, Ukrainian. Swedish, we bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all uh, black and white magic across the world. We bind all free-flying devils, and we bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, shape-shifting spirits. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing of mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, the spirits of infirmity, the spirits of supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents, and we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, besmirch, track, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop. 
defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus Christ. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifices, proclamations, pronouncements, vows, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us, and against all that pertains to us, no demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website in Jesus' name. We bind the work of every wizard, all black magic and jujus, and return them to sender in Jesus' name. We return. All jealousy, all tribal ritual, all hexes and all vexes from whence ever they came in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We specifically tonight send back all Chaldean witchcraft in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind all vampire spirits. Voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, the Great Reset, make-believe in fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, Oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, food, and soulish sacrifices in the name of Jesus. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fiercely, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, and Baphomet in his 72 in Jesus' name. We chain them all with eternal chains under darkness. We undo the works 
of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, and vow, pledge, and pact, and the powers with which they work in the name of Jesus and those of the associated organization. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the crafts, and the grips in Jesus' name. We bind and undo all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs in the name of Jesus Christ. And we return these afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity and the pride uh, and work of foolishness in our own opinions in Jesus' name. We bind being misled. We return and lose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. We disconnect from ourselves. Every spirit, every demon, that has, every entity that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us. We bind them in the name of Jesus, and we command them to leave us now in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere. Thank you, Lord, especially those that are being persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that we are covered in the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst, the warring linking angels, the praising angels, the ministering spirits, but most of all, Father, we honor your very presence in our midst. We thank you, Lord, that there is no one more important than you. There is no one more important than you. We uh, cover ourselves and our mode of transportation with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over all interferences, 
in our transportation, and we give you the praise in Jesus' name. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus, and we take authority over all the demons that attack us in the day and in the night, in our dreams, in our visions, in our thoughts, in Jesus' name, and we command them to stay away. We thank you for your warrior angels protecting us and all that pertains to us as we sleep. We thank you, Lord, that your presence, as you promised it in Psalm 91, completely covers us. We pull out, in the name of Jesus Christ, every fiery dart, pen, needle, spear, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, and all other witchcraft being sent to us in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut and burn and destroy and sever from ourselves with the sword of the Spirit ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy walls of protection around the demonic realm and the occult realm in Jesus' name. We break down walls of protection around the satanic realm in the name of Jesus Christ and around all shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and such. And we break the power of every love spell, curse, hex, vex, Voodoo, magic, sorcery, mind control, brain frequency meditation, psychic power, torment, sickness, pain, oh, hallelujah, incense and candle burnings, chanting, root works, crystals, hoodoo, tribal rituals and sins, psychic warfare, prayer chains, all tribal rituals and sins. We send back all spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, all evil. We return it from whence it came. We break the power of all spirits of bondage, fear, and hate, and heaviness in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. Yes, sir. We thank you, Father, for your very presence in our midst. And in the name of Jesus Christ, from my position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, I release the fear of the Lord over the people of God in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the fear of the Lord. Amen. I trust that you are all doing well. Amen. Praise the Lord. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 11. And our verse for meditation comes, our verses rather for meditation, come from the book of Ephesians in the New Testament. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 23 to 27. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 23 to 27. Our featured ebook is Faith Builders Bible Study Sees Eternal Things. Praise the Lord. And our guest call in number remains area code 319 527 6235 and press 1. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
Well, saints, as we grow in the Lord, we discover some things about walking with the Lord. Amen? We discover some things about walking with the Lord. We discover that this is not a perfect world with perfect people. We finally, if we grow up, admit that we ourselves are not perfect either. So it behooves us not to demand perfection in others. Just as we have sin and weaknesses, so do others. We could choose to leave it at that. Our love relationship with our Savior nudges and even compels us forward. The good news is that God is our source of strength. And new vision in times of challenge. The good news is that God is our source of strength and new vision in times of challenge. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. You know, there was a dear sister in the Lord whose daughter brought her to our church. That was a couple of years ago, I think. And she was telling me that she felt very weak. And so, as I was praying for her, I said, you know, you ought to spend more time praising the Lord. She said, you know, I was thinking about that just the other day myself, that I'm not praising the Lord enough. I said, yes, as we praise the Lord, the enemy begins to move out of the way and our strength is increased. And so she went home with a strong confirmation that she had not only heard from heaven, but she had the right solution situation. Amen? Perhaps others can learn from her example. Amen. Psalm 18. You know, we all have challenges in life. And in those challenges, I'm going to tell you, they can truly drain you. They can truly drain you. They can drain you. You know, uh, I read this, some information the other day about people who are experiencing a lot of fatigue after a battle with COVID. And 
the reading explained that there are many different types of fatigue. And one of those types is mental fatigue. Mental fatigue means that you're concerned and wrapped up in situations to the point that it drains your energy through you thinking, worrying, stressing, and getting too worked up over the whole situation. And if not checked, it can become an open door for the enemy. You know, some people say, but I'm so tired. I'm so tired. But you know, I have found that those are some of the same people that worry without end. They are stressed. They are overwhelmed because they worry constantly. Instead of focusing completely, 100% on the Lord and his goodness, and his promises to us, they allow the enemy to replay that same old record. You know, Eve heard that record play, and she didn't break it. Well, don't you think you should? They let it play. They don't shut it off, break it down, and literally tell the enemy where to go. No, they allow him to keep playing it over and over in their minds, stirring up fears that they should have already gotten rid of to the point that it drains them. And God's going to let you keep going through that until you learn. Amen? Yes, he is. When you finally decide to trust him and to let go, of all of those cares, worries, stresses, and concerns, you'll do far much better. You won't be worn out at the end of the day. Why? Because you will have been walking in the spirit with the Lord so that your strength is renewed. Amen? Praise the Lord. But as long as you choose, to allow the enemy to beat you in the head, and you just keep agreeing with the enemy, God's going to sit there and watch you agree with the enemy. Amen. Praise the Lord. Psalm 18, beginning with verse 1. Psalm 18, beginning with verse 1. You see, saints, once the Lord has released his word to you, you're supposed to take hold of it. And keep it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Psalm 18, beginning with verse 1. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer and my God. My strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock 
and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength, in whom I will trust. My buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. You know, the righteous run into this tower and they are safe. Verse 32, Psalm 18, verse 32. Psalm 18, verse 32. It is God that girdeth me with strength. It is God that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. It is God that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. Psalm 22, couple of pages over. Psalm 22, verse 19. 2, verse 19. But be not thou far from me, O Lord. O my strength, haste thee to help me. You see, we're supposed to be looking to the Lord for strength to continue in our journey with him. We're supposed to be looking to the Lord for strength to endure dealing with our relatives. We're supposed to be looking to the Lord for strength to go through court battles. We're supposed to be looking to the Lord for strength to come out of debt. We're supposed to be looking to the Lord for strength to be healed. We're supposed to be looking to the Lord for strength to gain or lose weight. We're supposed to be looking to the Lord for for strength to receive miracles from him and deliverances from him. But if we're going to sit there and let the enemy drain us, what then? You know, if you want the water to stay in the bathtub, you have to close the stopper. Now, don't you? If you want the water to stay in the bathtub, you have to close the stopper. But if you leave it open, all the water will will drain out. Praise the Lord. Forbearance beckons us to restrain a very nasty urge. Forbearance beckons us to restrain a very natural urge. We are moved to put the brakes on, so to speak. At times, we must actually battle with ourselves and compel our own soul to become subject to the law of love. The law of love calls for a lot of patience and kindness blended together. 
Love does not allow us to remain irritable or touchy. No, that's flesh that does that. Love does not have a shelf for being so hurt. I'm just so hurt. I'm just, oh, I'm hurt. I'm just so hurt. Because words and spirits from another did not feel good. Now, see, if you're that hurt because somebody said something or implied something and you became offended, first, check your pride level. Pride level. Amen? The Bible says offenses will come. Check your pride level. Next, you have a comforter. His name is God the Holy Spirit. When you need his comfort, ask for him. When you need his comfort, ask for him. Humble yourself and ask for him. Love does give us the opportunity to withstand the slight without caving in to childishness. Love does give us the opportunity to withstand the slight without caving in to childishness. We are called to a higher plane so that we may be clothed with humility. So there, God releases grace to the humble. You see, if we want the grace that's released to the humble, we have to get out of the flesh. If we desire the grace that is released to the humble, we cannot walk in self. Pride causes a rumble. Humility releases grace to the humble. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Perhaps we should choose to sow mercy, that we might reap the mercy which we so desperately need for ourselves. So, let's take this thought into account. This is a very, very important thought. Jesus Christ 
already knew before he went to the cross how evil and corrupted people would become. You see, there's nothing new under the sun. The same wickedness, the same evil, the same corruption, the same unrighteousness that we are experiencing now, people on the earth have experienced before. Amen? There's nothing new under the sun. Praise the Lord. And the saints then, depending on their God, came through. So the saints now, depending on our God, should become victorious in Christ. Amen. Yet, he chose to die for them in spite of them. Yet, he knew how corrupt and evil and wicked and mean and nasty and hateful people would become. But in spite of it all, he still chose to die for them. In spite of them, he still chose to die for them. He set his vision higher than their flesh. He set his vision higher than their flesh, much higher than their sin. He literally rose above it. He literally rose above it. And that is part of the outworking of love in our own life, enables us to rise as he did. Love, God's love in us, lifts us. God's love in us lifts us. Yes, they are more than annoying. Yes, they may may be quite wrong. Let us not judge them according to the outward presentation. You know, We have a lot of that judging according to the outward presentation in our world. People have become paralyzed because someone judged them according to the thoughts that were already in their mind and heart. I recently read an account situation where a young man was running away from gunfire as fast as he could. The policeman arrived and decided without any knowledge, without any questioning or inquiry, that this must be the problem person. So the officer decided to discharge his firearm into the person's back. Well, guess what? That person that was running was fleeing for their lives. They had no firearm. They had no weapon. They had committed no crime. 
They were trying to get away from a problem that was in an area they were in. Yet the officer, the authority figure, decided, oh, it's running. Let me shoot it. God does not call his people to behave in such a manner. It's dangerous when you operate in a spirit of judgment. It's dangerous. Somebody could get hurt. Someone innocent could be hurt. I read another account. There was a young man whose car had to go in the shop. So he rented a car. And when he got home that night, the family was already in the house and asleep and everything was dark. So he parked the car in his grandmother's driveway. Okay? He lawfully rented the car. He was lawfully parked in his grandmother's front yard. He was not trespassing. But somebody got up and looked outside and saw an unfamiliar that didn't move. So they called the police. Well, the young man had fallen asleep in the car. He'd fallen asleep. Right in a car that he legally rented parked in his grandmother's driveway. So when the police showed up, they, you know, there's ways to wake people up. They were rough about it. And they ended up firing 30 shots at him. Well, you say, well, how did that happen? Well, that's a good question. Perhaps we'll find out one day. Yes, the young man had a gun, but he didn't come anywhere near it. He never touched it. It was never seen. He never threatened anyone. He had no reason to. No crime was being committed. The wrong judgment, judging by outward appearance, has now paralyzed him. You see, it's dangerous to run off on your own thoughts. You know, we talk about this a lot, binding every thought. We talk about this, binding every thought. Because every thought does not come from God. So I want us to take serious account of these examples that I've given. And let's look in the mirror and see if we operate the same way. We see a situation, we think a certain thing, and there we are, off to the races. We have not consulted the Holy Spirit. We have not bound any demons, but here we are, judging, and then someone gets hurt. Amen? Let's think about that. Amen? It's something to think about. Think about. You see, when Jesus set his vision higher than their sin, and he rose above it, It's an outwork of love. It's an outworking of love. But if we allow 
ourselves to be biased, if we allow ourselves to become prejudiced in prejudging, we're not walking in the love of God. Now, are we? Amen. It's up to us to choose. Yes, the love of God. We can choose to rise above things. We can choose to rise above how we were raised. We all know things about how we were raised that just don't line up with Scripture. We all know things about how we were brought up that do not correspond nor correlate with the Scriptures. They're called sin in the body. And we can choose to walk in the love of God and rise above those things and overcome in Christ. Or we can be pulled back down to where we were before. The scriptures encourage us so that we do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen. That's right. Let us not judge according to the outward presentation, because love thinks no evil. First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse five. verse five. First Corinthians. Chapter 13, verse 5. Speaking of love, does not behave itself unseemly. It doesn't show out. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. No evil. Amen. Amen. First Thessalonians. Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 15. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 15. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 15. See that none render evil for evil unto any man. We need to see that we don't render evil for evil to anyone. But ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. But ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Amen. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15. Looking diligently. Diligent. We have to be diligent. Lest any man fail of the grace of God. 
Is that possible? Yes, it is. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. You know, when we're in a situation when we have judged based on things that were not truth and were not right, we cause a problem, not only for ourselves, but for other persons that are involved in whatever the situation may be. Amen. It's a good time to look in the mirror at ourselves, the mirror of the word of God. Try to avoid strife and quarrels. Try to avoid strife and quarrels. Watch out that no bitterness takes root among you and defile you and others. out that no bitterness takes root among you and defile you and others. We must constantly, constantly, constantly practice forgiving others and forgiving ourselves. We must continually practice forgiving others and forgiving ourselves. Matthew chapter 18, Matthew chapter 18, beginning with verse 21. Matthew chapter 18, beginning with verse 21. Then came Peter to him, to Jesus, and said, Lord, how often? Shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him till seven times? Well, you see, the disciples thought seven times should be sufficient. But that's not what Jesus said. And sometimes we feel that way too. Lord, I keep forgiving the same old thing over and over and over and over again. But this is what Jesus says in verse 22. I say not unto thee until seven times, but until 70 times seven. You see how far we are from God's standard? The human standard is seven times and okay, you're you're out. God says, until 70 times 7. See how far away we are. Why? Why, Lord? Why must I keep forgiving? Why? Well, let's go to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. 
Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, forgiven you. We don't often think about this scripture, that because of Jesus' offering on our behalf, the Father forgave us. We are learning to become more like our Heavenly Father. So we must do as he does. Because of Jesus, he forgave us. Because of Jesus, we forgive others and ourselves. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, beginning with verse 1. Ephesians chapter 5, beginning with verse 1. Be ye therefore followers of God. It does not say followers of Satan. It says, be ye therefore followers of God. Not followers of the world. Followers of God as dear children. And walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. A sweet-smelling savor. Jesus gave himself as an offering to the Father. Think about that. We are encouraged and even commanded to walk in love as Christ also has loved us. Uh-huh. Romans chapter 15, verse 5. Romans chapter 15, verse 5. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus the God of patience and consolation. You know, saints, as we present these adjudications, we have to remember that God is patient with us and he's patient with sinners. 
You know, one day we were those very same people. Maybe we didn't do the very same things that they're doing, but we were in the same position on our way to hell. He's the God of patience and consolation. As he's giving people an opportunity, change. He consoles those who are being, so to speak, roughed up by them. Mm -hmm. And he wants you to be like-minded, think like him, patience, consolation, toward one another, according to Christ Jesus. Like-minded, one toward another, according, according to who? Jesus Christ and how he has loved us. That's a tall order. But he wouldn't call us to do something that he wouldn't enable us to do. Amen. Praise God. So. Being ever reminded of God's patience with our sins and errors, even now, helps us to be forbearing. In forbearing, we forbid ourselves, saints. In forbearing, we actually forbid ourselves. We forbid ourselves to be easily provoked. That's right. We speak to ourselves and say, no, that's not the love of God. We're not going that way. No self, we're just not going to do that. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29. He that is slow to wrath is of great understanding. But he that is hasty of spirit exalteth folly. The person that's slow to anger has great understanding, God says. But the person with that hot, can't wait, on fire, mm mm. Hasty of spirit. Before they even hear it all, they're hot and mad. They exalt foolishness. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible says. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, beginning with verse 8. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, beginning with verse 8. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, beginning with verse 8. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. Patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry. For anger resteth in the bosom of fools. Don't be in a hurry to be so offended and so angry and so hot-tempered. 
Why? Because when anger rests, he's found a fool. Amen? Patience is better than pride. We ought not to be quick-tempered, for that is the work of a fool. The fruit of God's Spirit in us is long-suffering and temperance. Long-suffering and temperance. Second Peter chapter 1. Peter chapter 1. Second Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 1. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ. Now, you got to realize there was a point where Peter had a hot temper. But listen to what he has to say now. To them that have obtained like precious faith. Ah, with us, through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. We've been called to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us Exceeding great and precious promises, that by these, these, yes, those exceeding great and precious promises, ye might be partakers of the divine nature. All right. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these promises, that by taking hold of these promises, by holding on to these promises, by proving out these promises in your everyday life, you become a participant of God's divine nature. You see, what we don't understand is that whenever we choose to reject the promise of God, we also reject our participation in the divine nature of God. You see, he has already caused us to escape the corruption that is in the world through lust. So we are to be, to first of all, consider these promises to be what they really are great and precious promise. And when we yield ourselves 
to believe them, to stand on them, to prove them out in our lives. We become partakers and participants of the divine nature of God. Besides this, and beside this, and beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. Virtue, godly quality, godly character. Add to your faith virtue. And to virtue, knowledge. What knowledge? The knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. And to knowledge, temperance. Temperance. You know, some of us in the world didn't have any self-control or didn't have very much. You see, once you come to Christ, you're responsible to grow in this area. You can't just bypass it like you don't have to do anything. And to temperance, patience. And to patience, godliness. The love of God will constrain us. If we allow him to work in our heart, sometimes we need a more intimate knowledge of our Lord and his great love. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we need a more intimate knowledge of our Lord and his great love before we really get it. Tend to go as far as our upbringing and life struggles have brought us. But then we don't know how to move forward. Hmm. Well, there's an answer for that. There's an answer for that. 18, verse 28. Psalm 18, verse 28. Psalm 18, verse 28. For thou wilt light my candle. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. I'm sitting in the dark, Lord, don't know what to do. Well, God will fix that if we allow him to. God will fix that if we allow him to. Mm -hmm. Psalm 112, verse 4. 112, verse 4. Psalm 112, verse 4. Unto the upright there ariseth Light in the darkness. My, isn't that wonderful? Unto the upright, there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteousness. 
Psalm 119, verse 105. Psalm 119, Amen. Psalm 119, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light, and a light unto my path. You see, the word of God will clearly show us where we are. It'll show us where we're standing. However, it will also light our path as if we go this way, this may happen. If we go that way, that may happen. You see, God has promised. This is one of these precious promises that the the upright have light when darkness comes. But if you don't stand and believe for it, what do you think is going to happen? Saints, God promises to come to our aid when we get stuck. Stuck in the incorrect perspective. We don't see it God's way. In the wrong attitude. Stuck in the past. Stuck in ignorance. Stuck in not knowing. Stuck and not knowing how or when. Jesus can deliver us. Time, we would do well to recall that it took the Lord many years to get us to the place of faith that we now occupy. Sometimes, we would do well to recall that it took the Lord many years to get us to the place of faith that we now occupy can work more effectively when we choose to stand in agreement with him. Surely, if we stand in agreement with the Lord, he will work more effectively in ourselves and in others. Hmm. When we ask the Father to change us, we must understand that transformation is a tedious process. You know, I was Watching the other day, this gentleman works from his workshop. And he had to go 
through so, so, so many steps to get this particular part of woodworking accomplished. You know, just as in cooking, there are recipes that have five ingredients, three steps, and you're done. And there are other recipes that are far more intricate. They require many steps, many processes, but the end result is spectacular. You see, with a short dump it and that's about all you're going to do and stick it in the oven thing, you can just have something to slap in your mouth or you can have something that's simply exquisite where all the flavors have married and melded together, and you come out with something that just didn't exist before. But, you know, some people are satisfied with dump it and go. Others hold out. Amen. And it is so. You see, the gentleman that I saw doing that intricate woodworking he had to form a mold to recreate what was done before. He had to start by making the mold. He went through many, many, many steps. You know, if you have ever watched a guitar being made from scratch, I don't mean factory, I mean human being, you will discover and preferably come to appreciate the detailed and intricate work that's, that's put in to making the instrument. It's not a five-minute kind of thing. You don't drive through the drive-through and pop out with it at the end. That's not how it's made. It takes days and weeks and months and many months in some cases You see, God wasn't trying to make just anything when he made you or when he made somebody else. God believes in intricacy. He believes in true creativity being expressed by the creator. He doesn't have cookie-cutter pieces. Each human being is a work of art to him. Perhaps, just perhaps, we can begin to see human beings from God's point of view. Perhaps. Just as we think that we have arrived, we discover that we have much more growing to do. Unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall much be required. At miracle, much powerful word of God comes forth. Therefore, 
God will require much of us. There are some who will have much difficulty with the truth which we present to them. They are just too full of themselves. Perhaps it is time to step back and to allow the Lord to show others if they be right or wrong. They must learn from the consequences of their own decisions, whether they be good or whether they be bad. There are some who will never turn the corner if you pray them out of every foolish move they make. There are yet others who will never surrender to Jesus if you keep paying their bills for them. No, what they're going to do is keep using you. Even worse, if you pretend to be their savior, they will not grow into a stronger communication with God. Two, beginning with verse three. First Timothy chapter two, beginning with verse three. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Yes, they must come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Please notice, saints, the mediator is the man Christ Jesus. Your name is not listed there. That's all. Your name is not listed there. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hmm. Something for you to think about.
Blessed are ye when men shall hate you, and when they shall separate you from their company, and shall reproach you, and cast your name out as evil, for the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice ye in that day, and leap for joy. For behold, your reward is great in heaven. For in the like manner did their fathers unto the prophets. Amen? Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for that word. Thank you for that word, Lord. Amen. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord. We have some wonderful testimonies tonight and praise reports. Let's get going. AK has a praise report. Last Monday I went to a school meeting that I had previously created a horrible reputation for myself at. I had been obnoxious, disrespectful, aggressive, and disruptive. However, this time after much prayer, fasting, and talk, talking, I went back on Monday as a new man. I was welcomed on a trial basis, so needed to behave perfectly. God showed his redeeming power in that I was loving, respectful, and friendly. Two times one of the teachers told my mom that I was excellent. Praise be to God. Yes, he can help us get over ourselves. Praise you, Lord. Beloved has a praise report. So it turns out my dog did not require surgery. Praise you, Lord. Uh, Procedure that was scheduled today. The vet said that his paw is healing on its own, and so there's no need for surgery. Praise God, and thank you, Lord, for healing, for releasing healing over my dog. Praise you, Lord, for that. Amori has a praise report. Thank you, Father, for allowing all shipments of chicks to come in on time at my job. They were sold out in a matter of 10 minutes on Friday. Praise the Lord. And NK has a praise report. KK had a safe flight to the New York area. Thank you, Lord. Margaret has a praise report. I drove correctly with my car and gave a pedestrian the legal right away and stopped in my rearview mirror. I saw how the car behind me had to make a full braking. My body was already tensed and prepared for the collision of both cars, but there was no crash. Ironically, I was on the way to a car inspection for a second car. Thank you, Jesus, for your protection. Yes, you have to bind the accident spirit every time you get in your car. And my mother has recovered twice from prolonged colds and repeated intestinal problems have returned to normal. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for preserving my mother's life and still being with us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, Daryl has a praise report. Praise the Lord. The coloring is back in my face. The migraines, no more. They left. Thank you, Lord, for your healing ministering angels. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for everything. And praise the Lord. The screaming and singing outside the window was gone. Back to cinder you go. And (laughs) praise you, Lord. Yes, she's doing her warfare. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And Amori has another praise report. I thank you, Lord, for the growth. I came across a situation of a young man who was interested in me. The Lord took me through the process of testing the spirit, 
So I would not fall into temptation. Praise you, Lord. Now, Dana has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for restoring my mind and virtues. Unfortunately, the ill effects of burnout and witchcraft sin against my body, my mind, by cultists left me struggling for words, making oral and written communication difficult for at least a decade. But our Heavenly Father is faithful and merciful as he continues to heal, deliver, and restore me. Thank you. Bless you, Lord. Bless your holy name. Now, Trish has a praise report. Praise the Lord. Thank you, saints, for your prayers. For the 99-year-old Jerry who successfully made it through heart surgery, the surgery went well, and he's now in recovery. Thank you and praise you, Lord Jesus. God be the glory, amen. In alms has a praise report. Father God, I just want to thank you for showing me actually, finally getting through to me how much of a control nut that I have let my mind become. Always trying to control things in my mind, then trying to implement it, and it never worked out. I ended up frustrated, and most of it, didn't get done and feeling overwhelmed, but Father, I spent most of this day in you, and the rest of the day, I was giving my mind a break, casting down those thoughts. I feel so much better, Lord. It feels so good not to try to have things in control, but to give them back to you and let you control it. Thank you, Father. You're in control. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And Amori has another praise report. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for dealing with my senior dog, Ramses. I've been away at college. He's been waking up and following my mom to her prayer closet. Thank you, Jesus. We had another dog that used to pray to. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now, Daryl has a praise report. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father, for healing stage four cancer from Anne Marie's mom. Thank you, Lord, and you've given her strength to stay positive. Thank you, Lord, for growing her hair back. Thank you, Lord, for restoring her health. Praise you, Lord. What a wonderful praise report. And KK has a praise report. I thank the Lord for keeping me safe during my traveling over the last several days, the flights and the hotel in the New York area, getting me home safely to NK and AK. I thank you, Lord, for the blessing, the business meeting, and for the opportunities that will come from it and come to fruition. In Jesus' name, I thank you and praise you. Now, Shakira has a praise report. I was becoming stressed about my mood. I couldn't find affordable carpet and underlayment, and everything was above my budget. Last week, I decided to call the housing officer and mention my situation and ask if they had some funding. She said she would make an application on my behalf today. She came back and told me they've agreed to purchase and lay down the carpet for my whole flat. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you. You always provide for us. Lena has her praise report. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I thank you for answering prayers for my mother-in-law. She was healed and out from the hospital. Praise you, Lord, according to your living word. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And N.K. has a praise report. Praise, I just want to thank God for being there with me at the neurologist today, for helping me to stand my ground with kindness. I 
expressed myself clearly and made no agreements in haste. I praise and thank God for his path of recovery. He has me on. I'm grateful that he can give me that 40 years stolen by Satan in one minute because he is God of all. I don't know the details of where he wants me to go from here, but I trust him and I know all is good. Now, KK has a praise report. When I was about 12 years old, I went out for a bike ride in the woods with a friend. It was a section of woods that were un- I was we were unfamiliar with and weren't supposed to go. We came across in a clearing in the woods, and there was a van, two men, and a woman was tied to a tree. The men were looking in our direction. They must have heard us coming. I was overwhelmed with fear, and we immediately biked out of the area as fast as we could. I remained in fear afterwards, believing they were would come looking for me. I never told anyone what happened, and fear prevented me from saying anything about what I saw when I got home that day. I was different afterward, becoming troubled, split emotionally, unstable, and double-minded. I worked to suppress memory, struggling with intense guilt or not saying anything about it to anyone that may have helped that woman as I felt as though part of me was stuck back there, stuck as a 12-year-old split inside. I recently confessed these things to NK, then AK, and finally allowed myself to receive God's forgiveness and forgive myself. I feel finally like I'm 46 years old and can be a stable man, not an unstable child. Well, praise you, Lord Jesus. What a wonderful praise report. And NK has a praise report now. Our dogs just successfully made it for the first time. God answered my prayer, and it was under 24 hours, and he gave me the opportunity to witness and record it for the family to see later. How amazing. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now, T-Pace has a pressure report. I was walking my dog Bear earlier today on the sidewalk of a busy street, and all of a sudden the hardness broke open immediately, and I began to yell at my dog to stay, stay, stay. But Bear hesitated and didn't listen, so I decided to be a hard head and darted across the busy street chasing a blue Ford F-250 pickup truck that almost ran over him violently but the driver stopped before it could ever happen. Bear was able to run back across the street. I quickly grabbed him and secured his harness back on him on wit onto him, which I eventually threw away. I thank God for sparing his life because it could have been traumatic. I believe God's intervention was presently with us, keeping my dog Bear from an accidental death and a reason why we must always pray without feasting because you just never know. Praise you, Lord. And Amori has a praise report. I'm happy to report that because of the power of God's grace over the students and staff, everyone, including my sister, is fine. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now, her sister had a, uh event at her school, and the police were there and all that, but the Lord got them through it. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And LL has a praise report. I wanted water fast for a long time. I heard Pastor Sabrina talk about it, and I asked for the power to do it, and God graciously allowed me to have my first water fast only for four days. 
I would like to continue to do this, and God graciously, as God graciously empowers me to do so. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I would rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Well, praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. These are wonderful praise reports. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We want to give you praise. We want to give you glory, Lord. And we are determined to give you honor. Amen. You know, as the Lord is working in the lives of your brothers and sisters in Christ, it ought to encourage you. Amen. It ought to encourage you. It ought to encourage you to the point that you don't quit, that you don't just sit back and say, well, that's just great for them, but I don't know about me. You ought not allow yourself to do that. You ought to stand up to yourself, and you ought to tell yourself that God is no respecter person, and if he will bless all the other people, He'll bless me too. Amen? You ought to tell yourself that you've been lying to yourself for some time now, trying to tell yourself that it was something so horrible about you that God isn't going to do this and God isn't going to do that and God isn't going to do the other. You know you need to take that lie that you've been telling yourself and you need to nail it to the cross of Calvary where it belongs. Because that's where it died. Amen? God loves you. He desires to bless you. But you know you've got to line up with him. Amen? So think about that. You hear all these wonderful praise reports, and there are others that you haven't heard that God is doing in the lives of his people. He doesn't love them any more than he loves you. So you need to deal with those lies that you allow the devil to drop into your mind that you decide to either just are not the truth. There's no truth in them at all. God blesses one, he'll bless you too. Amen? Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I want to thank God for his goodness. Amen? What he's done for one, he'll do for others. Amen? God will bless you too. But you've got to stop lying to yourself. And you've got to stop letting the devil lie to you. Amen? Amen. You know, after all, God is true. And two cannot walk together lest they be in agreement. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Area code 856. You're on the air live in Jesus' name. I was going to come. Hello? Area code 856. Hi. Hi. Uh, one sec. Okay. Okay. So, sorry, I had called in on my phone and my desk phone by accident. That was a mistake. I'm sorry. Um, All right. So, I am calling in um, for several reasons. The first reason is um, I kind of just have this issue where every single time I do something wrong, even if I apologize, I I just I still kind of I, I don't I don't just not accept forgiveness. I kind of just like use my wrongness as permission to be, to go around sulking and to be extremely negative. And that's kind of just really annoying to those around me, which so then it causes issues which I could have avoided, and then it gives me further reason to be negative and to beat myself over the head with my mistakes and refuse to accept God's forgiveness. So it's just like this back-and-forth pattern of I don't accept forgiveness, and then I assault those around me with my negativity, and they get upset with me, and then I, I have more reason to believe that I'm, I'm, I'm horrible. That's the first reason. And then the second reason is I'm calling in because I'd like prayer with about my relationship with my mom because my mom is very nice and uh we see that we can have a very nice relationship but things that I do that she does and that uh the family line just has from like familiar spirits really makes our relationship kind of miserable um and I'm I need help with that because I don't really know what to do this is like this is like my last resort, basically. All right. Well, Jesus should be your first resort all the time. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been doing that, so I'm kind of calling in right now, like desperately, like calling an ambulance. Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to correct that attitude about not going to Jesus first. That's the that's the first problem. The first problem is you see the problem arising. Instead of you going to the Lord immediately, you procrastinate. Amen? Yeah. Okay, you have to correct that. You have to correct that. Because in not going to the Lord first, you allow the flesh to arise. Amen? Yes. Okay, there's a scripture that I I, I know you've heard before. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. 
Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. I know you heard that before. Am I correct? Yes, I have. Yes. Okay. Well, you're supposed to go to God immediately, not after the storm starts to brew. Okay? Yes, ma'am. So as the body of Christ, in the name of Jesus, we forgive you for that. Now, do you forgive yourself? Yes. Do you receive your own forgiveness? Yes, I do. All right, then you're forgiven. Now, if you can receive forgiveness from all of us through Jesus Christ, and you can forgive yourself, then you ought to know that you're forgiven when you're forgiven. Amen? Yes. So there's no reason for you to... Uh, come into agreement with the devil to beat you over the head about your lack of anything. You see, he's not your friend. And when you've had those feelings and those thoughts often enough to know that when they show up, it's the devil. All right. Haven't you? So you yeah, know they're the devil the minute they show up. So what are you supposed yes, to do. do when the devil shows up? Find him. Thank you. Second Corinthians 10 and 5 says you're supposed to cast down those imaginations, right? Why should you cast down those imaginations? Because those imaginations come against the word of God. God says you're fearfully and wonderfully made. He says you're recreated in Jesus Christ himself. Right? Yes, it does. I don't like accepting so it, though. You, it makes me... Why? Yeah, like, like you don't believe God. That, that means that you have decided by an act of your will not to believe God. That means you decided to call Jesus a liar. That's what that means. Oh. Oh. Uh. So would you I, So would I, you like to change that? Yes, I would. Okay. I don't Go right ahead. All right. Well, God, I'm sorry that I've decided for a long time to resist you and to shut the door following what you to follow your 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 um like your instructions and the bible telling myself that I'm not good enough to follow it so I, I don't need to follow it because it will never work for me And I'm sorry that I've hurt other people because of that. And I ask you, God, to please help me to be receptive and to be obedient. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And the body of Christ comes into agreement with your prayer. Amen. The word of God works when we work with the word of God. Yeah. Amen. All right. So now. Having straightened out those things, your relationship with your mom. 
Now, let me explain something about that. Relationships are interesting situations. Everybody (laughs) has to allow everybody else room to grow. Amen? Amen. Do you agree to allow yourself room to grow? I mean, in theory, yes, but I'm extremely pressuring. And no. I don't, know, I don't know what to do about no. that. No excuses. We're not doing the excuse program. The excuse <laughs> program was nailed to the cross. We don't do excuses. Do you yes, agree to allow yourself room to grow? Yes, I do. Okay, so that means that you're not perfect. Am I correct? Yes, I'm not perfect. Okay, so you're going to mess up sometimes. Is that correct? Definitely. And so the Bible says that if we confess our faults, God is faithful and just to what? To forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We don't ask you here, nor does God ask you, to be a person that never does anything wrong. That's not going to happen. As long as you're breathing on earth, You're going to do something that's not quite right. That's true. However, you are required to grow in Christ. Do you understand? Yes. Good. So all of that idea of perfectionism that you have, it's not real. There are no perfect people left on earth. When Jesus left, that was the end of perfect people on the planet. Do you understand? Yes, I do. So, you need to forgive yourself for expecting yourself to be perfect. Go for it. God, I uh, I'm sorry that I've pressured myself to be perfect. Constantly, I I'm sorry that I've been mean to myself and to others because I've not been perfect, and I'm sorry that I've accused other people, provoking me, so that I can justify not being perfect. And I'm I forgive myself for not being perfect. I know that I can never be perfect. I forgive myself for expecting that I I have to be perfect. Please forgive me. Amen. And we forgive you too. Okay? So we're expecting you to be a human being. Humans make mistakes. Humans learn and grow. Amen? Yes. All right. So we're going to walk in truth, right? Yes. And we're going to get rid of this spirit of perfection, right, that's just not God. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over every spirit of self-deception and perfection. We bind these demons in him in the name of Jesus Christ, even inherited spirits in Jesus' holy name. We command them to be bound to go into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Take a deep breath and call. (coughs) Come on out of it. We take the ground from you with the blood of Jesus. We bind every strong man in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command you to let him go in Jesus' holy name. Come on out. All that false perfection, you come on out bound in Jesus' name. Some of the grown-ups need to be coughing, too. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Come on out in the name of Jesus Christ. You cannot stay. We cut him free. We cut him free. We bind every religious devil in Jesus' holy name. Come on out of it. That's right. Deep breath and cough from your gut. Come on out. Deep breath first, cough from your gut. Make yourself microscopic and come out of him in the name of Jesus. Fire of God to burn these demons out in Jesus' holy name. Uh-huh. Come on out. The whole root ball. Come on out. Every planting in him that my heavenly father didn't plant, we uproot now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now take a deep breath and let the holy fire of God and the Holy Spirit come in and burn out what is not of God in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for taking this deliverance to completion in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Release your prayer language. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We love you. We'll talk to you later. Keep praying. You're welcome. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know, um, some of you, your children need to be up here too, getting deliverance and prayer. Amen. It's real. Mm Mm-hmm. We have a lot of young people in this ministry. 
They need to be listening to the sermons. They need to be in their Bibles. And they need to be participating in deliverance, too, in Jesus' name. Amen? You see, to grow as a Christian, regardless of the age that you are. I started as a very young child. But you see, if you do not participate in what you need to grow in, when you meet the challenge in life that you're supposed to be prepared for, you're not prepared. If grandmama does all your praying and you never learn how to pray for yourself, when you come to a place of challenge, you won't know what to really do. And all of these parents who think that they can do all their children's praying for them, I'm here to tell you you are sadly mistaken. You cannot listen to the broadcast for them. They have to listen for themselves. When I was a child, I went to church and my parents stayed home. I was in the church, in the sanctuary, hearing the sermons for myself, participating with the Spirit of God for myself. So here I am, an adult. I know God for myself. Amen? Amen. And that's the truth. There are many young people, young persons in this ministry, and they need to hear the word, they need to study the word, they need to experience the word, they need to receive deliverance and prayer just like everybody else. Amen? Amen. So now that we've covered that, praise the Lord, let's move on. Amen. Let's move on. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Republican governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, appears to have thwarted an attempt to stop law enforcement obtaining menstrual hearing histories of women in the state. Let me do that one again. The Republican governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, appears to have thwarted an attempt to stop law enforcement obtaining menstrual histories of women in the state. A bill passed in the Democratic-led state Senate and supported by half of the chamber's Republicans would have banned search warrants for menstrual data stored in tracking apps on mobile phones or other electronic devices. Advocates feared private health information could be used in prosecutions for abortion law violations after a U.S. Supreme Court ruling last summer protections for the procedure. But Yunkin, who has pushed for a 15-week abortion ban to mirror similar measures in several Republican-controlled states, essentially killed the bill through a procedural move in a subcommittee of the Republican-controlled House. 
citing unspecified future threats to the ability of law enforcement to investigate crime. Maggie Clary, Youngkin's Deputy Secretary of Public Safety, told the Courts of Justice Subcommittee it was not the legislature's responsibility to restrict the scope of search warrants. My, how interesting. While the administration understands the importance of individuals' privacy, this bill would be the very first of its kind that I'm aware of in Virginia or anywhere that would set a limit on what search warrants can do, she said. Currently, any health information or any app information is available via search warrants. And we believe that should continue to be the case. The panel voted on party line to table the bill, meaning it is unlikely to resurface during the current legislative session. Abortion rights advocates contend that with Youngkin's effort to push a 15-week abortion ban, the limit limited with limited exceptions, fail it to advance in either legislative chamber, the governor is looking for other avenues. The Youngkin administration's opposition to this common-sense privacy protection measure shows his real intentions to ban abortion and criminalize patients and medical providers, said Tarina King, executive director of Repro Rising Virginia, in a statement. Ken has insisted that any abortion restrictions would target doctors, not women who have the procedure. The administration has also attempted to portray a united front among Republicans for abortion restrictions, arguing it is a consensus issue. But the defection of the nine state Republicans over the menstrual data bill follows one of their number, whatever this person's name is, SD, speaking out last month against Youngkin's 15-week proposal. SD, an OBGYN doctor, condemned the bill as extreme, according to the Virginia Mercury, and said she could not support it unless it contained an exception for severe fetal abnormalities to 24 weeks. Under current Virginia law, the procedure is legal for all women until the 27th week of pregnancy. The wrangle over menstrual data tracking has parallels with a controversy in Florida in which high school athletic officials last week backed away from a humiliating proposal requiring girls who wanted to play sports to answer questions about menstruation on medical forms. Critics said the requirement aligned with a push by the Republican governor, Ron DeSantis, to curtail transgender rights, an allegation denied by high school officials. So we want to thank the Lord, the righteous judge, for his adjudications in that matter. 
We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a Virginia school board is considering revising its policies on after-school clubs following conflict over a new after-school Satan club. School board previously allowed the Satan club to meet on school property, stipulating it pay over $600 for security for each meeting, something the district policy allows local media reported. The likelihood of demonstrations is part of what makes securing the event so expensive, as Satan clubs are frequently protested. Last January, an Ohio superintendent was even reprimanded by the Attorney General General for discouraging parents from protesting the Satan Club. However, Chesapeake School Board put a temporary hold on any non-sanctioned school clubs as it considers revisions to its policy. Among the proposed changes, security costs must be paid by an organization in advance. The school district determines the number of officers needed for security. Promotional materials cannot include the school or facility name without permission from the Office of Student Activities and Facility Use. At Monday's board meeting, which included a discussion of the proposed revisions, community members didn't shy away from expressing their views. If this club meets, I plan on removing my daughter from school and finding a private alternative, declared Steve, a local parent. Another said limiting the club's access to public property would be unconstitutional. I sincerely hope that the Satanic Temple takes this city to court for this blatant disregard of the Constitution, another resident said. The Chesapeake School Board is scheduled to vote on the proposed policy revisions at its February 27th meeting. In the meantime, Superintendent Cotton assured the community the board wouldn't discriminate against religious groups. It is important for us to point out that the groups in particular that we have been discussing over the last couple of months are outside groups, not school-sponsored, he explained. We do have groups who ask to use our facility from time to time, but we have to treat all groups fairly. After School Satan Club, an initiative of the Satanic Temple, exists to provide a safe and inclusive alternative to the religious clubs that use threats of eternal damnation to convert school children to their belief system. Satan clubs market themselves as an alternative to the Christian Evangelical Good News Club, often targeting schools that already have a Christian club. They're opposed to our views, and we're trying to counter and even undermine, they're trying to counter and even undermine our presence there, so I'm concerned in that regard, said Chris Williams, a Christian pastor in Chesapeake. I think the wrong kind of attention could force the school board to say we can't do any of these clubs. Fred Pry, Associate Vice President of USA Ministries for Child Evangelism Fellowship, 
was more optimistic. The reality is parents are the gatekeepers for all the clubs and schools, he said. All of them need permission slips signed by the parents, so parents hold the power. Parents are the ones who control the Satan clubs because if no children sign up, Satan clubs are not going to exist. So we thank the righteous judge for his adjudications in Jesus' name. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning U.S. government, the U.S. government and the Canadian government, by the way, has been secretly tracking, and they're not the only ones, those who didn't get the COVID jab, as well as those who aren't up to date on their shots. Worse, it is recording the reason why. Now, that program has been widely adopted. Know why it's being done and how you can outsmart it. The U.S. government has secretly been tracking those who didn't get the COVID jab or are only partially jabbed through a previously unknown surveillance program designed by the U.S. National Center for Health Statistics, a division of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC. The program was implemented on April 1 of 2022 and adopted by most medical clinics and hospitals across the United States starting January 2023. Under this program, doctors at clinics and hospitals have been instructed to ask patients about their vaccination status, which is then added to their electronic medical records as a diagnostic code known as ICD-10 code so that they can be tracked inside and outside of the medical system. These new IDC-10 codes are part of the government's plan to implement medical tyranny using vaccine passports and digital IDs. The government is also tracking noncompliance with all other recommended vaccines using new ICD-10 codes and has implemented codes to describe why you didn't get a, a recommended vaccine. It's also added a billable ICD code for vaccine safety counseling. As recently discovered and reported by Dr. Robert Malone, the U.S. government and the Canadian government and other governments have secretly been tracking those who didn't get the COVID jab or are only partially jabbed through a previously unknown surveillance program designed by the U.S. National Center for Health Statistics. And I read to you when it was okay. All right. Okay. The ICD committee includes representatives from Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services and the and the National Center for Health Statistics. Okay, they give a screenshot of something that I can't see anymore and that I can't show you. According to NCHS, there is an interest in being able to track people who are not immunized or only partially immunized. And they figured out a way to do just that by adding new ICD-10 codes. As you can see, codes identify those who have not 
received a COVID jab, and Z28.311 identifies those who are not up to date on their shots. Why do they want to track the unvaccinated? For what purpose? The short answer, to facilitate the implementation of vaccine passports. As noted by Dr. Malone, the code listed is not a code for an illness or diagnosis, but rather for noncompliance of a medical procedure. Once a person's vaccination status is coded and uploaded, into a large database, it can be accessed by government and private health insurers alike. The administrative state officers at the CDC have not made immunization status a reportable disease yet, but immunization status is listed as one of the reasons for mandatory reporting. They are just one step away from being able to collect this information without your permission. Uh-huh. Vaccine pass made easy. In this country, not having your vaccine records up to date might mean the government will not restrict your travel. Airlines will. The government will not restrict your travel. Other nations will. The government will not restrict your travel. Auto rental companies will. The government will not restrict your travel. Public transportation will. The government will not restrict your travel. Private companies will. The ICD codes were created by the World Health Organization and doctors, except those in private practice who don't accept insurance and are required to use these codes to describe a patient's condition and the care they receive during their visit. As noted by Dr. Malone, the fact that the ICD system is run by the World Health Organization is an important detail, as this means the World Health Organization had to authorize the CDC to add these new codes. The implication is that these codes may be in use internationally, and we just don't know it yet. The codes are entered into your electronic health record and used by insurance companies for billing purposes. They're also used by statisticians who track and analyze national and global disease trends, such as cancer, heart disease rates over time. Over the past decade, these statistical analyses have gotten easier to do, thanks to the transition into electronic record keeping. In the United States and Canada and elsewhere, the ICD coding system has been fully integrated into the electronic health record system since 2012. Within the ICD-10 codes, there's a category called ICD-10-CM, and this category is the category the CDC is now using to track the unvaccinated with specific codes for unvaccinated for COVID-19 and partially vaccinated for COVID-19. Since there's no billing or payment involved with being unvaccinated, and since being unvaccinated is extremely unlikely to be part of your disease profile, there's no valid reason to record anyone's vaccine refusal. It's also a violation of medical privacy as the records can be accessed by a variety of individuals 
and not just your personal doctor. As noted by Dr. Malone, a person's decision to get a vaccine or not is a private matter, and your privacy rights are enshrined in the Privacy Act of 1974. However, during the COVID pandemic, medical privacy rights have been repeatedly violated and broken. Children's vaccination statuses were shared with schools, and employers were granted the right to know the jab status of their employees. Private venues were even permitted to demand proof of vaccination status. All this without a single word of law having been revoked or amended. If you need proof that these codes will be used for reasons unrelated to your health, consider this. The institutions also using codes to describe why you didn't get the primary series or stop getting boosters. These codes are listed in, uh, okay, another screenshot I can't show you. Under Z28.3, under immunization status, the use of delinquent immunization status under code Z28.39 also tells us something about where this is all headed. Delinquent means being neglectful of duty or being guilty of an offense. Is refusing boosters a criminal offense? Perhaps not today, but someday it probably will be. Another tip-off that these codes are part and parcel of the biosecurity control grid is the fact that code Z28-39, other under immunization status, is to be used when a patient is not current on other non-COVID vaccines. As detailed on the American Academy of Family Physicians website, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services have announced three new diagnosis codes, two including two for COVID-19 immunization. According to ICDTCM guidelines, clinicians may assign code Z28-310 unvaccinated for COVID-19 when the patient has not received a dose of any COVID-19 vaccines. Clinicians may assign code Z28-311 partially vaccinated for COVID-19 when the patient has received at least one dose of a multi-dose COVID-19 vaccine regimen, but has not received the doses necessary to meet the CDC definition of fully vaccinated at the time of the encounter. New code Z28.39 is for reporting when a patient is not current on other non-COVID vaccines. In other words, they have already begun tracking all of your vaccinations, not just the COVID shot as they can use the Z28.3 subcodes to identify why you refuse the given vaccine. The administrative state is busy building a vaccine passport system that will be active for most Americans and Canadians and other countries before most Americans are aware of what is being done to them. 
No one is going to knock on your door asking for your vaccine status because they already know. They don't need approval from Congress or the courts because we have given them information through our health care providers. The CDC is a governmental organization uh, tasked with tracking vaccine status on individuals. They already have the records as well as updated booster information. They just need to tweak a definition here and there or get President Biden to keep the COVID-19 public health emergency in place indefinitely, and the vaccine passports will be fake or complete. Hmm. Oh, as if all of that weren't tyrannical enough, they've also added billable ICD code. Dash 10 code for immunization safety counseling. That's right. If you've decided you're not willing to partake in the mRNA experiment or you just don't think you need some other vaccine that's recommended, your doctor can bill your insurance for regurgitating the World Health Organization's vaccine propaganda. This may become more or less automatic because, again, they have codes identifying whether you decline the COVID jab and or, and or any other vaccine for each vaccine refusal. There's a code detailing why you declined it. Belief or group pressure is one of those. And you can bet that code Z.28.1 will automatically qualify you for immunization safety counseling, whether you want it or not. They also intend to indoctrinate your children and make you pay for it. The Immunization Safety Counseling Code, Z71.85, was described in the September 2021 issue of the American Academy of Pediatrics Pediatric Coding Newsletter. You have to be a member to read the entire article, but here's the publicly available preview. Let me move this. As physicians and other qualified healthcare professionals field increasing numbers of concerns about immunization safety, international classification of diseases, revision, clinical modification, offers a new code, Z71.85, for identifying immunization safety counseling as a reason for an encounter provided on or after October 1, 2021. Use this code when reporting counseling provided to patients and caregivers who are vaccine hesitant, wish to follow an alternative immunization schedule, or otherwise require time spent in counseling at lengths beyond what typical Routine immunization of routine immunization counseling. Code Z. Let me move this. Seven one point eight five may be reported to indicate the principal or first listed reason for an encounter, or as a secondary reason. Documentation of time spent in preventative medicine counseling and separate time spent in immunization administration counseling should be explicit in the encounter note to support that the preventative medicine counseling was significant and separably identifiable. 
In related news, in early February 2023, it was revealed that New York City teachers who did not get the jab were flagged with a problem code in their personnel file, triggering their fingerprints to be sent to the FBI and the New York City criminal just founder of Teachers for Choice believes that unvaccinated New York City educators were being set up to be viewed as right-wing extremists or even terrorists. Kane was among those who got fired for refusing the COVID jab. The revelation that teachers' fingerprints were illegally entered into not just one, but two criminal databases is certain to open up a new round of lawsuits, Kane writes. Now, let me do this. Okay, jump computer. Amen. Need a moment, dear. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Leader of the Canadian Conservative Party, Pierre, whatever his last name is in French, said that if he were able to be elected prime minister, he would not impose digital IDs. He made the comment on a campaign trail in Windsor, Ontario. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's government announced its federal digital identity program last August. And to answer your question, I will never allow the government to impose a digital ID, Pierre said. His comment came a few days after Alberta and Saskatchewan's, I hope I said that right. No, I messed it up. Premiers said that they were not interested in a federal digital ID. The government is not creating a digital ID, nor will we accept any requirements for the creation of a digital ID tied to health care funding. Premier Scott Moe said that. Alberta's Premier Danielle Smith said that she fully supported what Moore said. Transport Canada has recently announced that the known Traveler Digital Identity Project is ongoing contrary to the to earlier reports suggesting that the project has been discontinued. So what they're trying to tell you is these people are straight up lying. The KTDI known traveler digital identity is a collaborative effort between the World Economic Forum, Accenture Interpol, various government entities, and governments of the Netherlands and Canada. The project was initiated in 2018 to create a secure and decentralized digital identity system for travelers between the Netherlands and Canada. The system utilizes cryptographic encryption and distributed ledger technology to ensure the protection of travelers' personal information. And there's more to that, but we'll stop there. Now let's go back where we were. So we want to thank the righteous judge. Amen. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication in those matters. 
we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Senate Foreign Relations Committee heard from law enforcement officials on February 15th about the trafficking of fentanyl, an opioid class substance that's extremely lethal, into the United States via the southern border. In his opening remarks to the panel, National Drug Control Policy Director Dr. Rahul Gupta noted that 46 million Americans struggle with substance abuse. One of the most dangerous drugs is fentanyl. The National Institute on Drug Abuse reported that 70,601 people died from fentanyl overdose in 2021. The crisis does more than cause tragic and preventable deaths. It is tearing of our nation, Gupta said. The problem cuts across every geographic, demographic, and economic boundary. Drug Enforcement Agency head Ann Milligram also emphasized the scope of the problem on the domestic side in her testimony. We are now seizing fentanyl in all 50 states, and it is the deadliest drug threat our country has ever faced, she told the panel. Throughout the hearing, officials painted a portrait of an international problem. While the issue has been a major problem in the heartland United States, Chairman Bob Menendez said that the solutions must look beyond the home front. The Senate Foreign Relations Committee is holding this hearing because this is an issue we cannot solve just within our borders, Menendez said. In her opening remarks to the panel, Milligram explained that Mexican drug cartels are responsible for most fentanyl that comes into the country. Between August of 2021 and 2022, 107,735 American lives were lost due to drug poisoning, she said. Perhaps the most important thing I can tell the committee today, we know who's responsible. The Sinaloa cartel and the Jalisco cartel, both cartels in Mexico, are responsible for the vast majority of fentanyl that's coming into the U.S. This is why DEA has made defeating those two cartels our top operational priority. Yes. Amen. Let's see if I can. These cartels dominate the global fentanyl supply chain. Although the Mexican government has reportedly increased its crackdown on cartels and reduced internal corruption, cartel activity remains a pressing issue for Mexico. By extension, cartel activity is a threat to American lives as well. Milligram also said most illicit drugs come in through airports or land ports along the southern border. And she called for enhanced security and screening measures at guarded points of entry along the border. Fentanyl is so addictive, the cartel is using it to drive addiction, she said. While most of the fentanyl in the United States is produced in Mexico, many precursors for the drug come from China. They start in China, where they are purchasing the precursor chemicals to make fentanyl, she said. Then they take those chemicals into Mexico, where they are mass-producing fentanyl. Even more concerning, cartels have been known to replicate the appearance of real prescription drugs, such as Xanax and Adderall. However, the only drug 
these lookalikes contain is fentanyl. After producing fentanyl powder, cartels are pressing a great deal of that powder into fake prescription pills in Mexico, according to Milligram. Those pills look identical to real American and international medicines, things like Oxycontin, Percocet, Adderall, or Xanax, she said. But they have no real medicine in them. They are fentanyl and filler. The cartels then move the pills and the powder into the United States. To get money from the drug sales back into Mexico, cartels are often aided by Chinese money launderers, she said. The United States has also had problems with getting Mexico to cooperate, according to Menendez. Mexico's increasingly political National Prosecutor's Office has shown little appetite to prosecute fentanyl-related cases, Menendez said. Collusion between cartels and Mexican officials is a recurring challenge. Mexican authorities seem unwilling to acknowledge that the vast amount of fentanyl entering the United States is manufactured in clandestine labs in Mexico. Milligram also told the panel that 232 criminals are currently awaiting extradition on drug-related charges, although Mexico has been somewhat cooperative in handling handing these criminals over. Republicans were critical of the Biden administration's handling of the Chinese regime, which plays a crucial role in the fentanyl supply chain. Refer- referencing Biden's November 14, 2022 meeting with the CCP leader, ranking Republican member Jim Risch said what struck is that there is not one mention in here of the fentanyl problem that we've got with China. He asked the assistant secretary of state, Todd Robinson, if Biden had discussed the issue at all with Exxon. I don't know if they were able to get to it during their conversation, Robinson said. I do know that. The relationship between China and the U.S. is complex. There are a lot of issues on the table, but there is no doubt that this administration and the Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, are keenly aware of this issue. Later, he acknowledged that the State Department had limited engagement with China on this issue. Robinson expressed optimism that the Chinese regime could be brought to reason. He cited Chinese China's 2019 move to schedule fentanyl as an illicit substance, which he said significantly reduced the inflow of fentanyl from China to the United States. Uh, There are basic steps China could be taking that they're not taking right now that could help a lot. Robinson called for China to make more transparent the label of chemicals leaving the country and to exchange more information the United States. Ah, okay, I got to get to this part. Drug pushers often use platforms such as Snapchat to market drugs and plan meetings with prospective buyers. During her opening remarks, Milligram said social media had become a prime, prime means for distributing drugs. In his opening statement, Gupta said tech platforms could be a key part of the administration's push against fentanyl. If it remains easy to get illicit drugs in America, we will never end this crisis, he said. That is why in the State of the Union, President Biden launched a major 
search to stop illicit fentanyl production, traffic, and, and distribution at every checkpoint, including holding accountable the big tech companies that allow the sale of illegal drugs on their platform. And I'll let you read the rest of it. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning, thank you, Lord, for your adjudications on the previous one, substance abuse and drug overdose deaths are serious problems among U.S. service members, the Pentagon acknowledged this week. The Pentagon responded to a group of five senators who brought forth concerns among U.S. service members that was reported at least 14 and as many as 30 American soldiers had died from overdose deaths at Fort Bragg in North Carolina in 2020 and 2021. Fort Bragg houses the Airborne and Special Forces operation. In late September 2022, Senator Markey, along with Senator Corrin, uh, Martin Hingrich, uh, Lisa Murkowski and Elizabeth Warren, dear Lord, sent a letter to the Pentagon requesting five years of in-depth data regarding accidental overdoses in the military. The senators pointed to a persistent and troubling pattern at Fort Bragg as well as subsequent reports of overdoses at Fort Bliss in Texas and the U.S. Military Academy at West Point in New York. In the light of this disturbing trend, we write seeking a full understanding of the pattern of overdoses among active duty service members and urge you to implement a plan that prevents future overdoses. Markey wrote to Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, the overdoses involved opioids and, uh, and more specifically fentanyl, consumed both intentionally and unintentionally. The letter continued, this week, the Pentagon presented the senators with data showing an alarming 15,293 drug overdoses, including 332 deaths of active duty service members from all branches between January 1, 2017 and December 31, 2021. So, I'm going to let you read the rest of this yourself. Amen. I think this is it's a little bit more going on. Let me see. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right. So what they're saying is, is that, these overdose deaths in the Air Force, Marines, and Navy total 46, 36, and 80 respectively during the same period, and that there were 171 deaths over a five-year period. 10% died from overdoses that had previously failed drug tests. Ooh, this is a lot of numbers, so I'm going to let you all read that. Amen. In Jesus' name. That's what's going on, and we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning these matters. Amen. We give him praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay. All right. Brother Marshall? 
We need some strong strategic prayer tonight in Jesus' name. Well, help us to do so, Father. Not by might, not by power. It's by your spirit, Lord. We thank you, Father, for the spirit of adoption. Thank you, Father, if you've not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thank you for being with all of us, Lord, never leaving us, nor forsaking us. Thank you for the good plans you have for each of us and all the children every nation. You don't want any of them to perish, Father. Big children, little children. So, Father, we know we're in a spiritual warfare. There's not much question about that. But, Father, it seems to be manifesting, affecting people physically, emotionally, and in various ways, Father. So we ask for your divine intervention, adjudication for all these different things Dr. Sabrina has read through. And we thank you, Father, for adopting us. Thank you for the spirit of adoption, Father, in Jesus' name. For all these different situations, Father God, you said if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, he giveth all men liberally, and abradeth not, and it will be given him. So I'm asking of you, Father, unite my heart to fear thy name, of a holy, holy, holy reverence of you, Lord, and to know how it is you want us to pray, Father. You said you have not because you ask not. But we're asking for your divine help and intervention. Your arms are not too short to save, Father. And we know your will. You said, God our Savior will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And it looks like there's infighting, even in Virginia, with the different Republicans supposedly listed as Republican groups, Father God, and pretending to be in favor of limiting abortion. It doesn't seem to make much sense. Why would we want to kill creations that God made? Even if an OBGYN doctor thinks, well, they're, they're not perfect, so maybe we should just snuff them out and you know, kill them. Father God, what gives anybody, whoever that SD person's name is, the ability to determine whether somebody should live or die? I thought that was your choice. So we ask you to send the Holy We do pray for those all these different people who despitefully use us, including those in the CCP, the WHO, and all these different groups, Father God. Send the Holy Ghost to all the people that are behind the scenes, the people pulling the puppet strings, Father God, the people that are implementing these secret plans, Father God, that are not being openly exposed. I thank you for exposing them and showing us what's going on, even as we pray according to your word. You're going to show us what's going on according to Matthew 10:26, Luke 8, uh, 17, etc., Father, exposing what's going on. We thank you for doing so, Father, in Jesus' name. We ask for your divine help, Father God. So I'm not quite sure how you want me to pray, Father God. So, Father God, concerning what's going on in Virginia with the limiting and not limiting abortions, Father God, especially this business about allowing Satan clubs in, in public schools, Father God, you said, if somebody could say, we're not supposed to have, it's supposed to be a separation of church and state. Well, what does that mean? What was the, what was the founders' intention? Did they want Satan clubs in public school? Do they even want public schools? I don't think that was part of the founders' plan, Father God. I think they, they, when people came to this nation, many of them considered themselves, some of them were, some of them were, to be believers in the Lord Jesus Christ of different variations. Some pilgrims, some of them were uh, Church of England, you know, Anglican, some of them were Roman Catholic, but it was all believers in Jesus. It was not, uh, it was not but they didn't want to have the Church of England 
a government-controlled religion to be implemented in this United States of America, Father. So, Father God, we thank you for that, but we also know, that, Father God, you grant us the gifts that we need, and we need those gifts, Father, by your Spirit, including the gifts of discernment, Father God. A lot of people think they have it, and the different people have different levels. Some pastors and some uh, even prophets have different levels of discernment, Father God. Even as the pastor of the church I was at, who was a leader in the area where I've been living for some time, Father God, he had some discernment about some of the things, Father God, but not about others. He knew that the, the fellow who started with a few tattoos was supposed to be a great man of God who was in Lakeland doing all these wonderful things. Somebody said they were doing wonderful things, but it was done by a different spirit, a different Jesus. It wasn't the Jesus of the Bible. It was a different spirit, like it talks about in wherever that is, 2 Corinthians 11. Father God, a different Jesus, a different spirit. So, Father God, so we know there's people with different spirits. You told us to be controlled by your Holy Ghost, your Holy Spirit, Father God. So we ask you to pour forth of your spirit, particularly on the Christians and all those in the Chesapeake area in in, um, in Virginia where they're having this proposal that Dr. Uh, Sabrina read about, Father God, to allow Satan's clubs or not to allow Satan's clubs. And yes, Father, many of the parents need to wake up and find out whether their children should be in any public school in any reason, even if the people in that state consider themselves to be, quote-unquote, Republicans, quote-unquote, Christians, because there's some people who say they're Christians, but they bow down their knee to a false god. They bow down and they make intercession before, uh, not the only intercessor, the Lord Jesus, before the throne of grace. They want someone else. They want a different intercessor, Father God. And there's some people that go, uh, clean. some of them, even pastors, even down south, Father God, the Southern Baptists, a lot of them, kind of from what I've heard, I guess I don't, never interviewed them myself, I don't know personally, just from what I've heard, Many of them go to the Masonic Lodge, and they still think they're Christians. But you cannot take the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils, Father God. And some of those people literally take the cup of devils. They take, they drink blood out of a skull or something. Father God, you know what's going on. A lot of people worshiping false gods, Father God, including the gods of mammon and money and different things and ungodly control, particularly those in the political realm, Father God, in Jesus' name. And those that have taken that have been taken bribes, Father. We ask you to judge them according to your will and in your time. We ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction. We thank you for the revivals that have started globally, Father God, including in some of the, I think it was in, where was it, in um, the, some Christian colleges that had pe- people actually showing up. Even in Norway, apparently, people, the children at a at a McDonald's of all places, God have mercy on their souls and keep them. They started singing Christian songs, our God is an awesome God. And all the young people chimed in, Father God. There's a hunger in the world globally, Father God, for your your revival to come, Father God. So we thank you for drawing multitudes, multitudes in the Valley Decision, including those in the U.S. government, Father God, that are trying to implement all this nonsense about the ICD-10 codes, Father God, to try and control people with a proposed vaccine uh, passport, Father God, in Jesus' name. We ask you to cause the people to wake up in this country. Oh, I'm just going to the hospital to have a little procedure done. Oh, they're going to ask me about my vaccine status? Oh, no, that's just between me and them privately, right? Help the people to know, Father God, what's going on. Wake up the people that claim to be Christians, Father God, that are doing using medical facilities, Father God, to know what they should do, Father God. We ask for divine intervention, Father God. And help the people in the United States government. Some of them have good intentions. They want to limit the fentanyl uh, uh, abuse, Father God, that's going on. And a lot of people have already figured out that the CCP, the 
Chinese Communist Party has a little bit more than a small amount to do with it, Father God. But um, a lot of money exchange in hands and a lot of things going on. We know we're in a spiritual battle, Father God. And some of the people in the CCP, they have designs on this nation, Father God, because they're not able to produce enough of their own food to feed their huge, which is now slightly diminishing, population, Father God. At least it's not growing quite as fast as India's anyway. So, Father God, they, they finally stopped that one-child uh, uh, business, one-child policy. But, Father God, they're still desperate. Desperate, desperate, desperation breeds, breeds desperate plans, Father God. And some of the people don't have nice plans for the people of this country, Father God, which is why they want to roll out this fentanyl thing. About that. And we thank you, Father God, that at least Rolling Stones reported about some of these deaths. So some of the young people, Father God, that pay attention to this Rolling Stones media business and uh, some of the, the different Twitter things and the social media things are finally finding out a little bit about what's going on. But, Father God, we ask you to bring everything, in, everything to light and to deal with those that have plans to steal, kill, and or destroy. And, Father, you told us what we could do in your word. Because you told us, in your word, in Psalm 149, it isn't just for the Pope. If you can save his soul, save his soul too, Lord. But you said in Psalm 149, verse, starting at verse 5, that the saints be joyful in glory. Oh, your glory. Your glory for defense. The glory of children of their fathers. Somebody posted that today. The glory of children. Who's our Father? Heavenly Father. And Father God, restore the glory the Lord Jesus had with them from before the foundation of the world. We thank you for your glory for your defense. Thank you for being a wall of fire round about and the glory in the midst for all your saints, Father God. That the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. That the high praises of God be in their mouth and the two-edged sword in their hand. I'm not advocating anything violent, Father God, but you did give people the ability to uh, bear arms to execute vengeance upon the heathen, to punishments upon the people, to bind their kings with chains, their nobles with fetters of iron. Verse 9, Psalm 149, verse 9, to execute upon them the judgment written. This honor have all his saints. Praise ye the Lord. So it's not just for Brother Bill. It's not just for Pastor Sabrina. It's for all the saints, Father God. And you said, your book, is what we're going to be judged by when we all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And so are these other people. With Maybe they're going to go before the great white throne of judgment if they don't bow the knee in this realm, Father God. He said, every knee will bow at the name of Jesus. His name is above every name. And you said in Psalm 68, starting with verse 1, Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Those that hate human beings created in his image. Let them also that hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so, let, so drive them away as wax melted before the fire, so that the wicked perish at the presence of God. And then dropping down to verse 21. But God shall wound the head of his enemies, the people that hate the creators, the ones that he's created, the, the children. God shall wound the head of his enemies, the hairy scalp of such a one as goeth on still in his trespasses. And the Lord, and the Lord said, I will bring again from Bashan. I will bring my people again from the depths of the sea. Hey, you did that when you brought them out of the Red Sea. That thy foot may be dipped in the blood of thine enemies and the tongue of thy dogs in the same. And then dropping down a little further to verse 30, Psalm 68, verse 30. Rebuke the company of spearmen, the multitude of bulls with the calves of the people, till everyone submit themselves with pieces of silver. Scatter thou the people that delight in war, whether it's from the CCP or any other place, Father God, and people, in, including the WEF, and those people trying to turn one group against another, trying to turn black against white, trying to turn... Asian against 
cut a European, whatever it is, trying to turn, cut up with that Africans uh, against other nations, Father God. Princes shall come out of Egypt. Ethiopia shall soon stretch out her hands unto God. We thank of the people in Ethiopia are going to be soon worshiping you, Lord, and calling upon your name and asking for your divine help and intervention in Jesus' name. And you said in Psalm 64, verse 7, but God shall shoot at them, those people that are raging against them, those people that are trying to kill people with mind control and with, with the, the social media nonsense and the perversion and trying to push fentanyl through uh, public uh, uh, communications, including the, the uh, social media sites. But God shall shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly shall they be wounded. They shall, so they shall make their own tongue to fall upon themselves. All that see them shall flee away. Thank you, Father God. You can make their own tongue to fall upon themselves. Those things they've openly admitted, Father God, it's coming to light. All those different texts and everything that's been done, all the things from the Hunter Biden laptop, all that thing's coming to light. Which, and Psalm 65, verse 7, With still at the noise of the waves, the tumult of the people, they also that dwell in the uttermost parts of the earth are afraid of thy tokens. Thou makest the outgoings of the morning and evening to rejoice. We thank you, Father God, for your divine help and intervention in every one of these situations. And also Psalm 40, 140, verse 11. Let not an evil speaker be established on the earth in any country, in any area, including the United States, what's called the United States. Evil shall hunt the violent man to overthrow him. We thank you for those evil spirits that are hunting the violent man, those that intend evil against your people, Father God. So Satan, you're bound. All your little minions, all your little underlings, those people that you blackmail, those people that you're controlling with all the little things, people that came into Congress and, and they were, oh, come over to our place. We'll, we'll have a little party. Oh, ha ha have this little drink. And they slip some little Mickey in their drink or whatever. And all of a sudden they, they wake up and they say, oh, what's this? Hey, we have this little film of you with this underage boy, the underage girl. We have a little film with you. And you have to do what we tell you to do. We bind every one of those spirits of ungodly fear and blackmail, every one of those spirits of perversion, sexual perversion, all the spirits behind using children against the, the way Father God created them to be used, to be nurtured and brought up in admonition of the love of the Lord. We bind every one of those spirits of perversion, Father God, and every spirit of trying to say, oh, just have this little thing and make you feel better. It, 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 it's not so bad. All the spirits of lying, all the spirits of deception, Satan, you're bound. Every single one of your underlings seeking to kill, steal, and are destroyed from our position. Seed in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We command there be no further flow of power communication from the demons down there in the second heavens, the bush, and the deep, to all those who have interceded for, including those pushing fentanyl, those pushing perversion in every area, including the public school realm, trying to bring critical race theory and other things, trying to bring in Marxism, trying to bring in cut up the, the global tyranny agenda, Father God, trying to bring in tracking and tracing through cut up the medical documentation, cut up the, trying to bring in everything. Oh, it's for your benefit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They said that about the, the, the so-called COVID quote-unquote vaccine, which was not a vaccine. Father God, we ask you to wake up the people globally, Father God, especially in the body of Christ. And we do thank you. We thank you for the revival that has already begun. Pat Holiday said it began quite a while ago, but it's going on apace. Some of it's quite secret. Some of the people don't want the people to know that all those Muslims converted to Christianity. Some people don't want to know about all those Buddhists, uh, whatever they're called, uh, becoming believers in Jesus, Father God. Father, we pray for those at the Church of Satan because some people are looking for power because some of the Christian churches don't seem to have much power because they kind of forgot about that's important. That's part of the gospel of Christ. 
ask you to pour forth of your spirit, Father God. We need your Holy Ghost afresh, Father God. Wake up the body of Christ. And you said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins and heal their land. So cause people to receive the gift of repentance, Father God. The, the gifts of not listening to the lying inner voices that said, oh, nobody loves you, and, and, and uh, you look kind of funny. Well, God doesn't make any junk. He knows exactly what he did when he met each one of us when he knit us together in our mother's womb. And now that we've arrived, some of those senators, some of those people, they think they've arrived. They forgot. They were knit together in their mother's womb, too. They used to be just two cells. And now do they want to control abortion? Aren't they glad their mother didn't decide to terminate them? Father God, we ask you to send your angels to read the word of God over them. Like 100 Psalm 139, we're all fearfully and wonderfully made. We ask you to read the right word over each one, and grant, including the family members of the believers, Father God, and all the descendants of every believer, especially the descendants of every believer, even the, the believers going all the way back to know who built the ark. Father God, and there's many, many, because everybody on the earth is a human being. And Father God, we ask you to send the Holy Ghost to draw multitudes in the valid decision of the Lord Jesus, drawing us, drawing us with your loving kindness. Why did Jesus hang on the cross? So we would find out that God loves us and loves us perfectly. And perfect love casts out all fear. If I walk in the valley of show death, I will fear no evil. We ask you to purify the air and the water and every witchcraft curse and against every one of us return to least sevenfold on the heads of bits of sense. Give those prayers intended to every one of us. Render unto our neighbors sevenfold into their bosom, their reproach where they reproach thee, O Lord, in Jesus' name. And it is written, Thou shalt decree a thing, it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon their ways which join theirs with Christ. According to uh, Romans chapter 8, verses 15 to 17. We decree and declare as joined heirs with Christ. We speak blindness to the enemy, mutinous to the enemy, and they only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertaining to every believer. And we thank you for keeping our medical records, if we have any medical records, keeping them private and confidential. They cannot be accessed by kind of anyone else, Father God. And every other, every every dealing, including using cell phones or laptops or tablets or any other device, Father God, even landline phones, Father God, or any other device. And we thank you, Father God, for giving people the gifts that they need by your Spirit, the gift to walk in love, to walk in the Spirit, to walk in the light at all times, to walk in your light, oil, olive, beaten for light. We thank you for that light. Asher dipped his foot in oil. We thank you for that anointing that removes and breaks and destroys the yoke of the enemy. What you've done before, you're going to do it again, Father God. And you delivered your children, Father God, when they were against all odds. Of course, there are more of us than there are with them. A lot more in the spirit realm and even in the natural realm. There's like more than 7 billion people. Much more than 7 billion people. I know some of them have died. Some people have died on this earth. But Father God, there's just a handful of
Whoa!